You are now listening to Girl, Tell Me Why. Go, 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 go. Hey. Go, 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 go. Oh, lava. So you did a slow down. Hey. Go longer. You can last more rounds. Push harder. You're almost there now. So go lava. Hey, make mama proud. And when we're done, I don't wanna feel my legs. And when we're done, I just wanna feel your hands. It's all over me, baby. Hey, but you can't stop. Okay, I. <laughs> hey, y'all. You are listening to Girl Tell Me Why. And this is Nisha, aka Girl. And we back. We back. Another episode. Um, I should probably start doing the number of episodes. I'm gonna think I'm gonna put them in the show notes because girl, I be just losing track. But anyway, we bike at another episode. Um, it is actually Monday. <laughs> I'm recording this on my. I'm not recording recording this on schedule. Your girl just like I said, your girl busy. Okay, like, and I had a beautiful um. I had a nice Thanksgiving weekend. So that's what we're going to start off light at. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16, 17. Okay, this is episode, sorry, this is episode 17. No, this is episode 18. I'm sorry. Anyway, this is episode 18. We here though, we bike. Uh, but like I was saying, your girl had a beautiful, um, Valentine's Day, Valentine's weekend, to be honest. I, first of all, I stay home because, one, it's motherfucking cold out there. It's whole fucking panorama. And it's cold. It is cold! Like, it's fucking cold out there, bitch. So, I got what I needed to get done. Get my errands, whatever. I put some money aside so I can order out because I haven't been ordering out because I've really been trying to, you know, really get down on my finances and get down, you know, try to create healthy finance habits. I want to create a healthy relationship with my money. So your girl's really been like just eating peanut butter sandwiches every day. (laughs) I mean, and not and cooking you know what i'm saying i've been cooking at home so i decided to treat myself since you know it's valentine's day treat yourself okay so um so treating myself I actually had some ice cream because i've also been trying to like um lower my sugar intake you know your girl's been trying okay like we've been trying out here so yes shout out to me but um yes i hope you guys had a great valentine's day weekend I keep saying Valentine's Day weekend. I hope you had a great Valentine's weekend. Um, I hope that you got to spread love and give love to the persons and peoples around you. Even that's especially to yourself, okay? And if only it was to if only if it was to yourself, bitch, it's still something. That's more importantly, to be honest, because self love is the best love. Hallelujah. 
So, but we're here though, okay? So, why don't you, you know, practice self-love right now and come listen to this motherfucking episode, okay? Sis, you can listen to it while you just sitting around. You listen to it while you doing laundry or whatever. Like I said, this podcast is for everybody. Everybody, okay? It's for the she's, the he's, the they's. Hey, they. <laughs> hey, boo. It's for the hoes and the bros. And speaking of hoes, I seen y'all. I seen the hoes on social media. Okay, y'all was out there hoeing, and I ain't even fucking mad, bitch. And making these niggas get you candies and, and flowers and shit. Flowers causing candies. Okay, bitch, I ain't even fucking mad, ho. Do it. But anyway, uh, let's get into the shit talk, aka the news. So, bitch. Okay. <laughs> First of all, wow. <laughs> That's also one of the reasons why I just kind of stayed to myself this weekend because your girl's been, oof, the, the week that we have with the news and things and just life. Ooh, Chile. You know what? I just, just take it. Just take it, Jesus. Just do something with it, Jesus. Hallelujah. But anyway, in the news, so I'm sure y'all seen, I'm sure y'all heard that Trump, uh, got acquitted and. Um, let me find, let me find, let me find. Hold on, hold on, sis. Because I got a motherfucking tweet I want to share with y'all. I'm, in, I'm on my phone, so excuse me. But I meant to pull it up before I started recording. Because bitch, this was a motherfucking truce. Okay. So this tweet, so as we know that Trump got acquitted. And... Yeah, again, okay? Can I say that? He got acquitted again, bitch. He got impeached twice and acquitted again. Okay. But I just want to share this tweet by the beautiful Dr. Brittany Cooper, um, who is a professor at Rutgers University, who's also a, a activist and um, an activist and some other things. But I remember the activist. <laughs> I tried this. But hey, girl, hey. Um, so Brittany said after the impeachment was over and, you know, the rule was the rule, she said, and I quote, as I have watched this impeachment, I just kept thinking of those shame of those shame lynching lynching trials of old where white jurors would almost never convict white men who were clearly guilty. Joe's jurists are political ancestors of the modern GOP. It's shameful not to mention enraging. Okay. So if you don't understand what she's talking about, for during the time of lynchings where black people were getting lynched, particularly black men um, we're getting lynched and hanged and they know who did it. You know what I'm saying? They definitely know who did it. And that, and yet none of those people, none of those white people got, um, arrested or jailed for it or whatever. They were acquitted. And she's saying that we're well, the same thing they were doing then or the same shit they doing now. These are the ancestors of these people. So, hmm. That was a beautiful tweet. I just wanted to share that with y'all. So, yeah, we here, bitch. Next up, um, I also think that now that Trump has been acquitted, I'm sure he has said some things. I think he think I seen that he thanked, you know, the, the, most of the Republicans who voted for him to be acquitted, whatever, seen he thanked them. And I honestly feel that he's going to go after people, especially those Republicans who went against him because he's petty like that. So I tell those Republicans and those people to pray. You better pray to your God. <laughs> um, speaking of, where's the bipartisanship? 
in general. Like, there's, I don't know if y'all been sensing, like, sensing, sensing the mood, what's going on, but, like, there's, where's the bipartisanship? Like, what, what is going on? Where is this? It's just such divide. Like, it's just, uh, what happened to agreeing to disagree and actually working together and doing things and, like, meeting in the middle, perhaps? Like, I just, anyway, but, uh, so COVID, uh, is slowing down, like, people who are, you know, um, I don't believe the, infe- the infections aren't slowing down, but the people going into the hospitals are slowing down. However, there's this virus, this mutated virus that is out there and is wreaking havoc. Uh, the CDC has said that it is more dangerous and possibly more deadlier, deadlier than our uh, now SARS-CoV-19. Um, so, yeah, it's y'all just be safe out there. Like I said, keep wearing your mask, stay six feet. I feel like every time I say this, y'all niggas don't listen. Like, every time I say this, I see somebody out there just no mask on, hands probably dirty as hell, just out here, okay? Hide your kids, hide your wives, bitch, okay? Hide your kids, hide your wives, because the COVID is out there. And now this bitch is mutating. Like, she's becoming a bigger, badder bitch. Like, can you even be mad about it? Like, I'm just... But y'all, please, please, please protect yourselves, protect your loved ones. Make sure you continue to do what you're doing. Um, if you can, if you can, and if you're open to it, go for the vaccine. If you want to, you know, so I know people have been have pushbacks about it. Under- totally understandable, but just do what you have to do because we really have to get this under control. Like it is. I just want to go on a vacation. That's all. I just want to go. I just want to go on a vacation. That's it. Granted, I'm broke, so it's also that, but still. <laughs> just to have the option. Now you can't go nowhere. But so please, just be safe. Be safe, please. Um, And better news, though. So the Prince Harry and the Duchess Meghan are expecting their second child. I think that is amazing. Because if you see the cute, how cute the first one is, oh my god, he is so cute. He's so cute. So congrats to them. Respecting their second child. I didn't see due dates or nothing. That ain't even my business. But congrats to them. Yes. Okay. Listen, somebody gotta have these babies out here because the damn sure ain't gonna be me. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, there is now an anti coop. Uh, in Myanmar, if you haven't heard about the protesting in Myanmar, so there has been a military coup that happened in Myanmar. Um, I believe, let's look at it. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see. Okay. There has been a coup in Myanmar. In Myanmar, sorry. Space up so apparently this military coup had uh arrested the elected leaders and people are protesting because it needs to be because democracy needs to be restored and there are people who are now protesting the ans- like they have a, a anti-coup that is protesting in myanmar it just seems like a lot that's going on so i pray for those people out there um 
Yeah, you know what's crazy? I feel like when things do happen, like, crazy wild in America, other countries see it and start to do their own shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, especially people, you know, the citizens in all other countries, you know what I'm saying? And I feel, in a way, it's a good thing. In a way, it may be a bad thing. I have to read more into this Myanmar situation um, and what's going on to understand if this is a good thing or a bad thing. However, I like when people, like, raise up and see, like, you know what I'm saying, revolutionize so i think the revolutionized part is great you know what i'm saying however let me just we're gonna get back to that anyway uh let's see there has been hate crimes against asians and asian americans and especially towards the elderly asian american uh, population and i'm just trying to figure out why 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 like i'm i'm they didn't really say in the article. This is all coming from U.S. Today, by the way. But I don't understand. Like, what is going on with y'all? That y'all gotta, like, why are you attacking? Is this because of the whole COVID thing in China? Please don't tell me. Please do not tell me. Please do not tell me. Yeah. Excuse me. So, according to the U.S. Today, a series of violent crimes against Asian and Asian Americans have prompted activists and experts to warn that racist rhetoric about the coronavirus pandemic may be fueling a rise in hate incidents. Police in Oakland, California, announced this week that they arrested a suspect in connection with a brutal attack of a 91-wow, a 91-year-old man in Chinatown. I didn't know Oakland had a Chinatown, but that's cool. Uh, I thought that was only a New York thing. Sorry. Anyway, that was caught on camera. And oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I just seen they have a video up. But that was caught on camera. And then in less than a week, a Thai man was attacked and killed in San Francisco. A Viennese woman was assaulted and robbed of $1,000 in San Jose. And a Filipino man was attacked with a box cutter. A box cutter on the subway. Yo, what the oh baby see this is why we gotta get this corona thing under control because you motherfuckers are wilding bro what granted i'm i i just i know i understand like i do know that um this is off off this topic but i do know the you know racism that was lies in the asian community and whatnot however this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And y'all should be ashamed. What the fuck are you doing, my nigga? And especially it's toward elderly age. What they do to you, sis? What are they doing? I just, wow. Get it together. Get it together. Fucking America, please get it together. Just get it together. Get it together. Jesus. I send my condolences and prayers to those families and to those 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 people. Cause goddamn, bro, what the fuck? Whew. Um. Next up, last but not um uh, second, last but not least, second to last but not least, uh, the weather is going havoc across the nation. I don't know if y'all seen like what's going on, especially from the Midwest into like even the South, like Texas. I heard got snow. Um, but especially like in the Midwest on the East Coast, like here in Pennsylvania, we're actually gearing up for an ice storm that should be starting um, in a day or so. 
And I'm just like, so you're only, or you're like, so okay, so not only am I dealing with like my regular depression, I'm also de- dealing with like anxiety, depression, you know, with school and work and still trying to like function, doing this whole panorama. But there's also like that seasonal depression. My nigga, I haven't seen the sun in how many days, bro? I just want to see the sun. And I'm sure y'all can understand. If you understand, hit hit me. I'm sure you understand. Because, like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? So, please um, gear up for whatever. Please check your weather, your local weather. Make sure um, it ain't no craziness. And if it is craziness, please make sure you're gearing up. Um, your girl got candles and flashlights. I'm trying to figure out how the hell we're going to heat this house up if my lights go out. <laughs> but we are here. Um... Yeah, we here. And last but not least, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it's not. It's not like too crazy. I, I, it's not too crazy, but it's a little. It's a little. It's a little out there. So, a man, um, an eighty-four-year-old man in Nashville, Tennessee, passed away, and in his will, he left his eight-year-old border collie. If y'all don't know what a border border collie is, it's like a lassie dog. Um, the dog that look like, the dog, that's Lassie, y'all know the movie Lassie, that's a border collie, I believe that's a border collie, maybe, you know what, I could be told, I'm out here just spitting things, let me just, <laughs> let me just look it up, oh no, it's not a Lassie dog, <laughs> it's not a Lassie dog, it's not a Lassie dog, I thought they were because they sounded the same. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Let me see what the Lassie dog breed is. Oh, it's a collie. Okay. So then a border collie is just more broad, I guess. <laughs> so the Lassie dog, I was close. I was close. I was close. <laughs> so the Lassie dog is a collie. And then there's border collies. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord for the internet. Hallelujah. But a border collie, eight year old border collie, I believe her name was Lulu, got left because her owner passed. And in his will, he left his dog. He left Lulu, y'all, five million dollars. What the fudge? What the fudge? I couldn't even curse. What the fudge? Five million dollars to a dog. I just want to know who's taking care of this dog now. And do they get some? <laughs> like, how, do, how, I just really want to, I just, I'm just trying to understand how is that working? Like, so, uh, first of all, rest in peace, this man. Um, but who, okay, so whoever's taking care of the dog, do they get a little money too? They get it like, do they get it like a incentive, a uh, incentive? There we go. Incentive? Do they get an incentive? Do they, like, do they get an hourly rate for taking care of Lulu? Like, first of all, what is Lulu spending $5 million on, my nigga? Like, <laughs> yo, when I heard this, when I heard this, when I heard this, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Not the fact that hit this man left his dog five million dollars. Cause I'm not, I'm not. I mean, me being around people. First of all, I know this person was white. Okay, no offense to white people, but y'all love y'all pets, and I totally understand it. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
But, like, to go to, like, this, like, this, just, like, out there. To leave your dog $5 million. B. Like, like, what is Lulu spending it on? Like, she's spending on doggy treats. Motherfucking. She got a, a, a satin bed. You know what I'm saying? You What do you call them? A satin doll bed. Like, it's a hundred, it's a hundred percent Egyptian cotton in the, in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, anyway, um, shout out to Lulu, girl. You just came up on the bag, sis. Yes. Like, I just, anyway, that is it for the shit talk. Let's get into this topic, though. So, um, in my last episode, uh, the first episode of, which was the first episode of February, as we all know, February is classified as Black History Month. I, in the last episode, I talked about, you know, what Black History Month, what the, what, how it started, what it means, and how it's going to continue, okay? Even though we Black 365, it's Black History 365, okay? 12 months a year, ho. Um... But I wanted to continue talking about our history, about black history, and the importance, <clears throat> excuse me, the importance of black history. So, I want to, I'm thinking of, I've been coming up with different topics. I want to talk about, you know, black entertainers, black politicians, um, black freedom writers, uh, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just to put, put, put the names out there, black inventors. You know what I'm saying? Just put those names out there because I feel like a lot of people don't know. Okay, like, as I said before, especially in American schools, they don't, especially American public schools, I don't know how they did in private schools, I didn't go to private school, I went to public school, you know what I'm saying, because we broke, but especially American public schools, all they talked about when it came to black people was slavery, civil rights movement, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and now we here, free at last, free at last, kumbaya, like, <laughs> that's all they said, you know what I'm saying, that's pretty much it, and it only took, like, I'm sorry, I just gotta, oh, um, and I only took like a week, even though we're supposed to celebrate Black History Month for, it's supposed to be a month, but they only celebrate it anyway, so, it's giving us a little history, so we're having a little history section this, uh, this month, okay, so, my next, uh, my next topic I want to talk about um, is the Black Panther Party organization. Um, as you guys know, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah recently came out. I believe it came out on Friday. It is actually in movie theaters. Surprisingly, it's actually in movie theaters and it's also on HBO Max. Um, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you. I haven't watched it either, so I hope I'm hoping to watch it soon. Though I'm hoping to see it hopefully this weekend. Um, this weekend coming. And whatnot. But if you have seen it, let me know how you like it. Did you like it? What you like about it? What did you learn from it? This and the third. So I want to talk about the Black History. I want, black History. I want to talk about the Black Panther Party, and then I want to lead into um, uh, a Pacific leader uh, involved with the Black Panther Party. So here we go. <coughs> so the Black Panther Party was founded in October 1966. That's the year my mom was born. Oh my God. But anyway, it was founded in October 1966 um, in Oakland, California. Uh, the founders were Huey P. Newton and Bobby Steele. We also have other 
others that were involved um within you know within the um within that party i know we hear a lot about angela davis we hear a lot about eldridge cleaver cleaver sorry um mumia 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 abu jamal I haven't heard of that person. I haven't heard of that person, so forgive me. Um, and one we really have heard of is Fred Hampton. Uh, as you as you should know that the movie Judas and the Black Messiah is about Fred Hampton and his murder. Um, how the FBI murdered him. Okay. But I'm going to get into that later. But yes. So... Um, it was created to... It's a, it was a... It was a... It is... It was is i believe it's still continuing but maybe not on this national scale but it's a revolutionary organization that has ideologically ideological i always have a hard time with that word had it's a revolutionary organization with the i'm gonna say idea with the idea of black nationalism socialism armed self-defense, especially against police brutality. This was in a, during a time where the civil rights movement, especially the civil rights movement, was still, was was starting. Um, this was right before uh, the Civil Rights Act was passed. But the civil rights movement was starting. There was uprising. There was a lot of uh, police brutality during these years. I mean, we're still seeing it. You know what I'm saying? It's still here. It's still here! So... But yeah, um, and black people during this time, it was like, nah, like, we've had enough. Like, let's come together, let's plan, let's organize, let's do what we gotta do, and, you know what I'm saying, go from there. Um, it established, um, one of the great things about the Black Panther Party was that it established more than 60 community assistant programs, like free lunch. Free lunch, actually, the free lunch program actually started within the Black Panther Party. It was to give free lunch to children who... Um, wasn't getting the proper meal requirements, you know what I'm saying? During that time, it was also, it helped with medical needs, it helped with, you know, free clothes and you know, things like that, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, people like to, to um, one, people don't understand it or don't read on it, so people like to put it, it's like, put, like to put the Black Panther Party in this category of, oh, it was, it was a radical revolutionary group that, you know, had guns, <laughs> like, and it was like, it was more than that, those guns was for protection, we always question, side note, we always question people of color with guns, but never white people, but anyway, <laughs> it was, it established black empowerment, which inspired other minority groups worldwide, I believe one of those minority groups were, let me look it up, because I don't want to be wrong, uh, I know it was a revolutionary. Let's see. I'm going to Google. Why am I not finding anything? Maybe I said the wrong words. I put in the show notes. Uh uh-uh. uh. I put in the show notes. But it inspired other minority groups worldwide. Um, because you know, now you see these 
people, these black people that are rising up and revolutionizing against particularly the government and white supremacy <laughs> in all in all in all honesty. And so with that, um, I wanna go into the importance of every leader was important during the Black Panther Party, but I really want to get Pacific, Pacific with Fred Hamilton since because this movie just came out about him. Uh, he was born in 1948, and he was he was killed in 1969. He was only 21. He was only 21 when he was killed, when he was murdered. Um, which I also, I also find it interesting that his family were acquaintances with Emmett Till's family. Um, Fred Hampton's mom, this is according to Britannica, uh, Fred Hampton's mom actually used to babysit Emmett Till. So, like, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Um, uh, Hampton doing high school. So he was all, like, he always knew, um about the inequalities especially against black people he's very aware of racial injustice while attending high school in illinois first of all he's from illinois but while attending high school in illinois he organized a student section of the naacp he served on the committee um let's see what else uh, la, la, la. He enrolled in pre-law. Like, <laughs> my mans knew exactly what he was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And I love people that do that. Especially black people. Especially people of color. Like, especially the BIPOCs. You know what I'm saying? Us BIPOC. I love that. I love when we go to some shit and we just know exactly what we want to do. We know how we want to accomplish it. We're not going to let so- anything, like, stop us. Like, I really, I really, really, really like that. I really love it. I love that. Um... And he left the NAACP because they were more, like, to the book, by the book, and then joined the Black Panther Party as one of the Illinois chapter's uh, original members. So, if y'all know, even though it started in Oakland, it spreaded. The Black Panther Party spreaded. And, you know, now you have uh, black leaders in different cities, different states, you know what I'm saying? So, with uh, Mr. Fred Hampton, he... Uh, was the original? He was the one of the original members of of the Black Panther Party in Illinois. Uh, la, la, la. Let's see. And it was intended to first. It was actually intended to the Black Panther Party was first actually intended to organize patrol of Black neighborhoods and protect residents from police brutality. Like I said, during this time, I mean, <laughs> really not much has changed. But during those times, police were going into people's neighborhood and just doing havoc okay and no one was protecting black people no one was protecting people of color so black people and other people of color decided to do it on their own um and it since because of it spreading because of black panther party spreading because of this revolutionary this revolution uh revolutionary idea started spreading that the president um not the president. Who was? Wait, 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 hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. Hold. Hold on. Hold on. Um. Okay. So, who? Um. I'm sorry. Not president, but the <clears throat> the FBI director who was 
J. Edgar Hoover. I'm sure we all heard of J. Edgar Hoover. If you have not heard about J. Edgar Hoover, please Google. Because, wow. But he was the, at the time, was the FBI director. And he stated that the Black Panthers were the greatest threat, and I quote, the greatest threat to the internal security of the country. So once he said that, not sooner later, no sooner than later, FBI started monitoring their Earth activity, especially Fred Hampton, um, because the simple fact whoever was considering him a suspect, he was considering him a threat. Uh, he and I quote, it says, considering the threat of an emerging messiah, a leader who could unify and electrify the militant Black nationalist movement. Hence, the title of this movie that just recently came out, Judas and the Black Messiah. So if you don't know the story of Judas, it is the story of Judas in the biblical times. Judas um, betrayed Jesus. <laughs> Judas betrayed Jesus. And so in this, in the movie, um, and, and this is, I mean, this is true fact, okay? But not just in the movie. The movie is going off the fact that the FBI had an informant, a black informant named William O'Neill who joined the Black Panther Party to spy and to get things on Fred Hampton. And that's how the FBI knew what Fred Hampton was doing, where he was, and this and the third, okay? So yeah, yeah, girl. Like, yeah. So, um, at that time, Hampton had became the deputy chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Um, and things were moving, you know what I'm saying? Um, things were moving. I, I'm sorry. I said free lunch. It was actually the breakfast program, the school breakfast program, um, but which led into free lunch, uh, which led into like giving, um, making sure that children who are coming from low income families are eating every day while they're at school and not having to pay for it. So it led into that and Black Panthers, the Black Panther Party started that. Um... Let's see. Um, like I said, yes. Uh, because of the revolution, revolution, um, and organization of the Black Panther Party, it, like I said before, it led to uh, other minority groups forming. Um, according to Britannica, it led to the Puerto Rican Young Lords Association. Um, <laughs> the Poor White Young Patriots Organization, the Blackstone Rangers, um, and the Rainbow Correlation, which Hampton, uh, used his talents to communicate, as a communicator to create what's, what he termed as the Rainbow Correlation, an alliance of Panthers with other groups organized around racial, ethnic, or ide ideological <laughs> affiliation. I'm so sorry. I keep butchering that word. <laughs> but yes. Um, so this is, I just, this is where I wanted to get to. So December, so Fred Hampton was murdered on December 4th, 1969, when a 14-man team of police officers raided his apartment on the west side of Chicago, provided with the four plan by the FBI, courtesy of that informant, Mr. William O'Neill. The police believe that the apartment, which often served as a de facto headquarters for the Panthers, would reveal a stockpile of weapons, okay, they knew no weapons was in there. But anyway, what they they expected they uh expected weapons to be in there, a stockpile of weapons, including including illegal firearms. When the raid was over, Hampton and fellow uh Mark Clark, fellow Panther Mark Clark were dead. Those weapons were oh, 
though weapons were, okay, here we go, though weapons were seized from the apartment, they were never properly identified. The survivors of the raid, including Hampton's pregnant common-law wife, uh, Miss Deborah Johnson, who will later change her name, um, were arrested for attempted murder, aggravated battery, and unlawful use of weapons. Later, it was that of the nearly 100 shots, nearly 100 shots fired during the raid, all except perhaps one were fired by the police. Wow. Um, and we also, I seen the, I seen the trailer. First of all, the trailer looks bomb for this movie. Um, but we see, uh, shout out to, I know her first name is Dominique. I want to say Dominique Fishback. Dominique Fishback plays, uh, Deborah, Deborah Johnson in the movie. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya plays, uh, Fred Hampton, um, Lakeith Whitfield plays William O'Neill. Like, they got, like, they got people, okay? Honey! <laughs> they have people! They got some people playing no roles, baby, and I ain't even mad, okay? Um, and at the time, like I said, his, you know, his coming line wife, Miss Deborah Johnson, who later changed her name, was pregnant. And now they have a son, uh, his name is Fred Hampton Jr. And I'm going to... Let's Google Mr. Jr. Okay. Who was born... Wow. Who was born December 29th, 1969. This man was born 25 days after his father was murdered. But he is a American political activist um, who's there, who was... Uh, Fred Hampton's only child. He and and he is the president and chairman of the Prison of a Conscious Committee and the Black Panther Party Cubs. Okay. Yeah. So, um, with that movie, there's a soundtrack. The soundtrack is bomb. First of all, if you haven't listened to it, please listen to that to the to Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. I really like that soundtrack. They got names on there also. But the first, uh, I would say the interlude is. Of Mr. Fred Hampton Jr. talking. Like, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, so I just wanted to give y'all that little tidbit, you know, before you go see the movie. Please go see the movie. Um, I'm going to see the movie. I will, I'm thinking actually, since the theater is open, I'm actually thinking I'm going to the theater, the theater to see it. Because I haven't been to movies in a minute, you know what I'm saying, obviously because of COVID. So, yeah, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you read more and choose that. I hope you learned something from that. Like I said, I'm hoping to, excuse me, I'm hoping to the month for of February to continue to bring more history and light on these subjects about black people and like our history because I feel like our history is super super important and it did not start at slavery and it didn't and it's not ending and it's something tragic like we're making our history as we go and we've been and we've been continuing to and it's it's our history has started way before slavery so all I'm trying to do is spread light and information so yes that's that's the show that's it that's it like that's the episode bitch okay 
Let me know how you feel. Let me know if you see the movie. Let me know if you're going to see the movie. Let me know if you listen to the soundtrack. Let me know which songs you like. I really like that Masego song. Um, I believe it's Masego Jid, Jid, J-I-D. I say Jid. And Rhapsody. I can't remember the title. But that shit is hard, 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 hard. I also like the Nipsey Hussle song featuring Jay-Z. Um, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, also... I want to give a shout out to Kelly Rowland. Happy birth, happy belated birthday, Kelly. I was singing your song in the, in, the, in the beginning, girl. Motivation, okay. But let's motivate ourselves to get through this week, or at least to get through the day, at least, okay. But thank you for listening. I thank you for the support. I thank you for the the comments, the, you know, well wishes, the improvement, what I need to improve on, all that, the, like the critique criticisms and things i thank you thank you thank you thank you please like this listen share subscribe it's on seven different platforms including google play apple apple Podcasts, and spotify um and yeah y'all that's it okay i'm gonna talk to you again hope to talk to you soon come back because we got things to talk about Cause girl, tell me why they be bugging out here. Okay. But that's it, y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye.